Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. I'm Sean Denham, and I'm sitting here with my only co-host this week, Jeremy Legui. Hey, Sean. Hi. <laughs> Sonia won her own personal look in the sin lottery and is currently in New York City as we speak. I am super jealous. I'm Sonia. so jealous. Right now, she's gobbling an everything bagel. She's rushing in her heels to hop on the MTA. She's whistling loudly for a taxi to take her to Times Square. She's a busy woman today. Do you know these things for real? Is yes. This, that's I'm, what's happening? It's on her Insta story. Oh. Um, however, it means that since it's just us guys in the studio and mm-hmm. the musk is flowing, oh, man. we've got all this testosterone bumping around, so we decided to do the show on manly man movies. Man movies. Of course, keeping in mind that gender is fluid and a, a social construct. <laughs> um... <laughs> So even the <laughs> even in the man cave, spoilers are in full effect. Like this one, Tyler Durden is not only your frenemy roommate and fight clubber, uh, but he's also got major opinions on consumerism. Mm, that is a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other spoilers in that movie. Uh, Jeremy, nice. what is a manly movie? A manly movie. I think I think there's kind of categories. Yeah, and I I think that there's I think there's I think there's Two or three. So here's what I'm going to break it down for okay. you. Here's here's, here's Jeremy's thoughts. Yeah. N- column number one is is titled about war or sports. Yes. Okay. okay. So, so yeah, title number two. R- column number two is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like '90s action movies. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number three is. Uh, Anything where the male protagonist is reluctant to be there. Now, there is crossover here. Yeah. Do not get me wrong. One can be the other. Yes. But I think that that, I, I think that that exemplifies what we're talking about. What's the about. third one? The, he, the actor is reluctant to be there? No, no. The, 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 the character. You know, like he's, he's doing uh, it, but he doesn't want to. It like, pretty much every Western. I was going to say I'll, like a, a Dirty Harry. Yeah. Things like yeah. Because there's... Clint Eastwood, while an amazing actor, has many movies that are not westerns that are kind of just westerns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dirty Harry being a pretty good example. You know, trade horses for cars. Obviously not a one-for-one situation. Yeah. But, but I, I can draw some some dotted lines. But, yeah, it is always him rolling into town and people mm-hmm. being like, please save us. And mm-hmm. he's like, just damn. gritting those teeth. Okay. I'm trying to eat lunch here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the man is trying to eat lunch. True. Um, yeah, I agree with your assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, so many of them are about men. Um, yeah, being cops, being in the army, mm-hmm. doing sports, doing something <laughs> manly. Where yeah. do um, from what my investigations this week, a lot of things were a gangster situation. Oh, yeah. Like a criminal, they're a criminal element. Where do mm-hmm. those fit? They, they they do have to fit in. Are is they're not really reluctant. Hmm. They could be '90s action because I when I say '90s action, that does spread. Oh, you know, yes. deep into the current nowness and also. But like long when before. you when you say that, I picture a um like a box cover with two men's faces. And then, like, a gun between them. Absolutely. Superimposed. Like, I know exactly. I I gotta add face off to my list right now. Oh, Um, yeah. But, uh, I think, I think we should go to the source text 
And I, I think we can... Why, is there a Bible of manly movies? I think so, and I think it's called Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Well, I would say it's not the first, and it's not the last, no. but... But it is... It is a crowning jewel. Dare I say the top of the pyramid. It is one that um, it passes, it it covers all all consumers. Everyone's everyone's legs die hard. Oh yeah, it's the best Christmas movie of all time. It even fits into that category. It fits every category by setting it into that. Well, I don't know, setting it during Christmas, <laughs> basically. But uh, yeah, I think I think Die Hard is. You know he's he does cops like it, explosion enthusiasts like yes. it, you Christmas know. people. But it's it's about you know he's uh, basically he's just there to gum up the bad guys' works. He doesn't want to be oh, there. Gum him up, he do. Yeah, and he's got every catchphrase known to man. Like he's just got them all the time, the whole time. And this movie has been made fun of in so many different ways because there's so much going on. Because there's love. There's love in the in there. <laughs> There's love. Have you seen Die Hard? Oh yes. Okay. I but I mean, no. I mean, the people that are making fun of him. Oh yeah. Are doing it. A hundred. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but also there's love between him and Bonnie Bedelia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think Die Hard is sort of the the you know the the stable, if you will, of these manly because you know he's he's just so I don't know. He's apathetic, yet he knows how to use guns, and he's willing to, to shoot people while... Does he smoke in but, the, Does he smoke cigarettes? Um, I think he did start taking up cigarettes. Yeah. Anyway. Because but, he's like, well, <laughs> near the end of the world. <laughs> um, he also shows himself a lot of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. he, he reveals himself to... Uh, who's, the, who's the cop? Uh, Al Roker? Carl Wayne. Winslow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Al Roker. <laughs> um, That's the worst kind of mistake to make, Sean. Terrible. Yeah. I was just joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I feel like you're right. Someone, mm -hmm. There's something for everyone there. Yeah. In, in Die Hard. Um, and its subsequent sequels. What is the plot? What's the plot of a manly movie? Is there... Does it need one? As many of these have shown us, they usually don't. I think so. I think it's always about there's a status quo, which is then interrupted by the bad guy, which then has to be avenged, squashed, mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> of Most of them I, that I was kind of thinking about today, the person is fighting a monster, fighting an army, <laughs> fighting a situation, escaping a jail... Fighting a bad guy, just mm -hmm. a standard bad guy. Well, I think another staple, which I watched this week, is a little movie called Conan the Barbarian. Oh, I did see that you had... Yeah, I, I sent you some gifts. You sent some <laughs> major swollen body gifts. Uh, and he's like that the whole time. It looks crazy. He it, looks like a, it is a morph suit, one of those inflatable morph suits. <laughs> well, Arnold in his day, I don't know how they kept him that oiled and firm. While he was working, he must have just been doing. You know, there was like f there was probably oil like fluffers. Well, and there must he must have just been doing push ups and or sit ups every time he wasn't being Conan. Did you? Is that body his? Oh yeah. Oh god. What do you mean? How? how well, I don't know if he was he? doing some sort of like uh, suit. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's all. That's all. That's him. wild because it literally is just from wrist. It 
it gets large and it just keeps going. It gets large and it stays in charge. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this movie, you've never seen Conan. Right? I haven't. Okay. Uh, it is, a lot happens, a lot. Like, there are many plot points. But it often seems very dry and dull until something humongous happens, like he finds a giant snake. And the first time he meets the bad guy, so aside like, where, from him killing his parents, my, they just talk. They just hang out. Where is he? Where is Conan? Conan? I don't is he on know. Earth? Is, is, Maybe? is he on a planet? No, it's... I don't know. He fights the evil sorcerer, uh, Doom, which is played by... Uh, um, what's his name? James Earl Jones. Now, Doom seems to be um, an English a word. <laughs> so would, maybe it does take a place on Earth? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think we would have... I think they would have done better. They just sort of make up names, right? It's just like... It's like a and d fantasy come to life, which right. I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy. But the whole time... So the, the, the setup for the movie is that Doomsman kills his family and then he gets sold as a slave to work at this it's like the wheel of pain i think they call it uh, but actually it, named it's a nobody wants to work there. it's a mill and there's like all these children pushing it around uh -oh. and then it cuts to like 20 years later and it's just conan alone pushing it around all and the that's kids, how he got so buff all the kids died probably that's rough or he ate them so he, they don't get they don't keep replenishing they just got the same one batch of kids. apparently you get one winner one conan and then the you know you can mill as much as you need to. So after he works the will of pain for a couple of decades, yeah. When did he snap? Uh, he gets. Uh, they realize that he has talents as a gladiator, so they sent they train him and send him to the ring. There's some kind of questionable things that occur in, well, in there. <laughs> I feel like the only way he would be able to kill his opponents if his if he could push them in a circle real fast. Because what else does he know how to do? He, well, he hasn't trained. He gets trained. He oh. does He does get uh, properly trained. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah no, so many plot points happen in this movie. He says almost nothing. <laughs> Which is probably by design. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He didn't have his acting chops until later. I'm a big fan of Arnold. Oh, yeah? Yeah, especially the later. Arnold pops up on our lists, especially during this episode. Oh, yeah. Yes, he certainly do. Um, also... You know the image of him on Total Recall, mm -hmm. where his eyes are oh, all yeah. jacked up? Is that a plot point of Total Recall? <laughs> Have you never seen Total Recall? I think I did a long time ago, but I don't... Uh, why are his eyes all crazy? He's a... Uh, he... So... <laughs> it's When you have to explain it, it sounds kind of crazy. He, uh, he goes to Mars right. to, to try and uh, help a bunch of rebels who are being subjugated we'll say right and a part of that plot is that they have revealed that there's a martian machine that can put an atmosphere on mars so he turns the machine on this is the this is a huge spoiler but if you've not seen total recall wait turn your radio down for two two to three minutes yes. as we talk turn about it down. It. anyway they um he he turns on the air machine and all of the martian people who live on mars live in like domes and right. all the domes get destroyed and what you're seeing is the non-atmosphere sucking his eyes out of his body Ugh. as he strangles to death. But he doesn't die. They, the, the machine makes the air, and then they can breathe on Mars. 
Oh. Tail. Thank God. Tail is old as time. Ew, it was sucking his eyes out. Mm-hmm. Why did they choose that photo for the cover? That's, I don't think that's on the cover. I swear it's on the cover. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Have you also not seen the, the, the nose scene from Total Recall? He has a tracker in his head and he has to pull it out through his nose. This sounds familiar. It is bigger than a large marble. Like Why it is? Is this so much body horror in Total Recall? I think that you get a you know you get a good practical effects guy and you just run with that. Yeah, you're like, you know, we've got Jordan on staff for at least yeah. a week. Well, that's the cover for Total Recall. Mm, showing Sean the real cover doesn't look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining something else. Total Recall, no air. I'll put and then we'll no air. Oh, um, there he is. Yeah. Oh. It's like when Th- thanks to a uh, to a uh, fan of the show and mentor uh, Gerald Saul for writing in Die Hard. Nope, sorry. Conan takes place in Hyperborea. There Ooh, that sounds far fetched. Yeah, that's that's where it takes place. Am I right? Yeah, um, <laughs> Here I got the the sweet picture. Yeah, of see, it's like <laughs> when kids in elementary school would turn their eyelids inside out. Yeah, no, and it's disgusting. Make you look at it, but it looks great. It's super good. It's pretty. Sick. That's what happened if you take if you go out on the surface of Mars. Well. I'll find out in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you familiar with... Um, so, the plot of this, a certain manly movie, mm-hmm. I, which I haven't seen, but is I know of, <laughs> is... Um, have you ever heard of Crank? Crank? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... I'm a pretty big Crank fan. You're a Cranker? I would say, yeah. So, I get the plot of that is he stays alive by staying... Aroused or <laughs> active? Yeah, he has to keep his adrenaline going to stop a poison from taking effect. That is yeah. the most flimsy, but I yeah. appreciate. And then uh, in the so, sequel, how did they get to crank two? He's still going. Yeah. Oh no, he um that guy. He does has it had take place immediately after the events of Crank One? A pretty. I think it actually does, if I'm not mistaken. But in the second one. He has something attached to his heart that needs to stay juiced up like a battery. So he has to electrocute himself or, you know, lick a battery or any kind of different thing. This is disturbing. It's it's weird. Yeah, no, it's... How um, does this man not die of a heart attack? uh, I think he does a few times. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a hard question. I think it, it it comes up quite a bit. Well, luckily, heart attacks are not dangerous on a person, and you can just recover easily. (laughs) <laughs> As Crank is telling me, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a crankism. Um, so during my research, you know, we're th- we're talking about some usual actors that mm-hmm. have popped up in manly movies. Oh yeah. Um, and so you know the Expendables franchise. Of course. I'm going to read you a, uh, a couple names that appear in these and see if you recognize any of them. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren, Terry Crews, Jet Li, Bruce Willis, Wesley Snipes, Harrison Ford, Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's literally like half. They go on for like a million hours. Denzel Washington, Jackie Chan, Daniel Craig, Vin Diesel, Tom Hardy, Lou Ferrigno, Kelsey Grammer, is the Carl- manliest of them all. Is Carl Weathers in there? Um, Not by my research. Okay. But- well, we got to get Carl. We got to get Carl in. How, what, how could they possibly... What is going on with these movies? Oh, I, I know exactly what's going on with these. So there are there are gentlemen, they're an aging gentlemen crew, right? But but there, well, there are there are people who make these movies, well, I'd rather who made these movies in the '90s, who kind of knew what they were doing. They had a style, 
Anyway, it faded away mm-hmm. with with the uh, with the the new millennium, which maybe it should have, maybe it shouldn't have. I'm not here to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Sylvester Stallone is a smart guy, and I think he understands what they were doing. So when he wrote these new movies, uh, you know, he was just he was just flexing that muscle, uh, so to speak, yeah. again. All right. And uh, so. I think it works. I think I, I think the Expendables are good movies, but I don't like. Is anyone going to these thinking like? You know, I'm really, really ready to see something new. Or are you just going to see Jet Li punch another or guy in the face? Am I going? Will I see anyone under fifty? Well, I mean, is there any? Uh, is there anyone in these rooms? Hmm? How old's Terry Crews? Oh, Terry Crews might be one of the youngest. But Terry Crews, this was his big break. We're talking Mickey Rourke. His. Yeah, that's true. We're talking Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was Terry Crews' big. Yeah, big yeah, break. Yeah. That was his break into movies. I thought his big break was um, <laughs> White Chicks. That probably was part of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that is a star-making turn. But uh, that's that's where he Terry Crews tells a story all the time about how he like he made himself available for the Expendables. Like he'd just show up even if they weren't filming, and then he got more opportunities from that. And it, he'd just be subtly greased up as he's just well. he's just ready to go with his do-rag on holding his giant machine gun with his pecs leaping across just the screen literally like oh if that movie is in 3d his pecs would oh be, people would be screaming in their seats yeah there'd have to be a close-up of that popcorn flying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'd watch a movie called terry cruz's pecs um well i'm sure there's a clip on youtube <laughs> is it two hours long it's probably close. Maybe. In he, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he has done it even even though in that one, he's, a, he's not it's not his character's role, mm-hmm. but he still does it. I think it's his role. Almost every role he does, I think. You just got to make him jump. You can just fit him in there. He was also, uh, did you ever see Idiocracy? Idiot- oh. Yeah. He played the President of the United States. Right. And that was an amazing performance as well. Right. But again. He, oh, yeah. He, he, was, he, he wasn't a leading man yet. No. I think he is now, though. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Is he, uh... No. Dave Bautista. He's in an upcoming manly movie with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. I don't remember what it's called. Uber? Uber? (laughs) Uber the movie? Yeah. Kumail plays an Uber driver. Really? And he's like, uh... uh, Dave Bautista's like some sort of action cop. You know, oh. and then he commandeers his vehicle. And, and he stuff. takes along for a wild ride. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. No, it looks pretty good. What's it called? Uber movie. I don't think it can be called Uber. Unless Uber is very into it. And maybe Uber puts some money Why in. wouldn't they be? Yeah. Uber would be... Uber's down for stuff. Uh, Uber's is, down is for stuff. Is this what it's called? What about Lyft? Lyft? Do you think they'll make a warring movie? Maybe. They probably had like a... Or the Regina version? Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Regina version Capital Cab. Uh, I mean, like, they probably have a bidding war over it, right? The the rideshare apps? Yeah. Well, the rideshare app movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking up Kumail Anjani upcoming movie. Just so you know, we can tell people. Oh, yeah. Well, they the people need to know. It's called Stuber. Stuber. Yeah, so it's got Uber in it, but there's AST in front of it as well. Is that his last name? I do not know. I'm going to say yes. There's got to be someone named Stu in this movie. Or maybe it's Saint Uber. Well, I, think maybe just, that... I think you just blew my mind. Yeah. There you go. Like the hand lotion stives. Mm, fair enough. Um, can I 
Can I ask you a question, Sean? Yes. We've we've both Turn been, the table. We've both been researching this for, dare I say, a week. Yes. <laughs> Some of us, maybe not. Maybe. Um, did you have trouble finding people of color for this? Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like speaking of Terry Crews, <laughs> like yeah, I think Denzel Washington does a few. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he's coming to it now because he's the equalizer now. He's in those movies. What's that? He kills people. He kind, <laughs> yeah, he kind of just kills people. He makes things equal. He's like a vigilante, Oof. you know. And I think actually he <gasps> also drives is there a an Uber. One and he yeah. calls it sequelizer. Oh my god! You've got to call someone. To I need tell to, the, that's I need to tell movie. Denzel. God, Denzel. Um, but two, I would like to point out. So Carl Weathers, of course, from the epic hand grip between him and Arnold in Predator. Yes. If you've not seen this movie, you should watch it. And if you haven't or don't have the inkling, just watch it. There's, just watch the the arm grasp. On there's YouTube. the trailer for Predator um, that opened. I don't know some VHS tape that I used to watch. <laughs> it was a very scary. Yeah. Because it was like through the POV of the Predator mm-hmm. and all this like lights, infrared like viewing, and it was quite frightening. Oh yeah, no, it's terrifying. Um. Uh, anyway, I was gonna say so. Denzel, but then also we got, as you mentioned earlier, a Jet Li and a Jackie mm-hmm. Chan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jackie's but I, no stranger to an action film. Oh, yeah. Well, I do have to bring up uh, Desperado. So, Desperado. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You just belted that. Who is it? Uh, that's with Antonio Banderas, of course. Oh, yeah. And uh, Once, Ta- Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which I've talked about on the show before. Yes, you have. But just amazing action. And uh, so much cheese with that action, but it's just great. It's just a lovely I appreciate a thing to watch. Of and cheese. he, you know, he's not muscular in the Conan vein, but uh, they do they do dress him up. And Antonio. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's um, he's got it switched on. You're telling me. I watched Spy the Mask of Zorro, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How. Is that a manly movie? Um, it kind of is. I, yeah, I guess it's yeah. got Anthony. What's his name? As Hopkins. Old, <laughs> Hopkins as old Zorro. As old Zorro. It's got Antonio Banderas as a mm-hmm. uh, young hot Zorro. Mm-hmm. It's got a Catherine Zeta-Jones as a very skilled, um, rich woman. <laughs> I forget her role really. <gasps> Mostly, there's an iconic scene where he just zip 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 when she's wearing a dress, and oh, then all yes. of a sudden her dress is torn off <laughs> by invisible rope. <gasps> it's a shocking moment. <laughs> Um, and I also think I do have to bring up uh, Chow Young Fat because uh, he is in all of these amazing, amazing movies. Like uh, I think he's in The Replacement Killers. He is in Hard Boiled, which if you have not seen, you need to watch. The, he's also an in, egg documentary. <laughs> that's what that's. Yeah, no, that's it's uh, no, it's like a detective drama mystery, tough as nails cop situation, and it's great. It's, it's super good. Uh, why can I? Oh yeah, John Woo. Any movie by John Woo is just the best. You, I'm going to look up John Woo right now, and you are going to be blown away at the movies this gentleman has made. Face Try off, me. Face Off is one of them. Okay, well, I'm not quite blown away yet. <laughs> no, he's made some amazing action movies. Uh, Face Off, Hard Boiled, Mission Impossible Two, Hard Target, Broken Arrow, Paycheck. Did you ever see Paycheck? Uh, <laughs> we're delving deep, we're delving deep out of Sean's. Is it similar to Blank Check? Uh, kinda, yeah. 
just with more time travel. Oh. But, uh, yeah, no, there's just a ton of these guys who make these amazing... They make these, they make their uh, again, meals. Again, 90s action movies. And, uh, well, I love them. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. They are problematic, but uh, they're manly. Well, are you oh, yeah. This are you familiar with the Chuck Norris? Uh, of course. Because I actually am not. I, oh, are you serious? Yeah. He's at the top of my list. Look. I see him... <laughs> 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 punching his way, punching his way to the top of your list. Punching or kicking? Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the Chuck Norris jokes? This is the thing: is I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't really get him, and I don't really get the jokes. I like, I do, mm-hmm. like, I got it, but you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> do I know what you mean? Or hey, what's under Chuck Norris's beard? I don't know. Another Chuck Norris? I no, don't. it's another fist. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. No, in all of Chuck Norris, I just Norris's... imagine him spreading his beard and a fist popping out. <laughs> uh, in all of Chuck Norris's movies, he's he is very adept. Does he have one of those contracts where he can't lose a fight? Uh, I don't think so. I think he loses a few times. Like you know, in Fast and the Furious, where um, Vin Diesel and The Rock both have it in their contracts that they can't lose a fight. So sometimes they will fight face to face, but then. They'll like get interrupted and the fight won't end. Oh, because neither of them can lose. I've never, I've never heard of that. I remember hearing about this once, <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually they, because they're all like flip flop, like good guy, bad guys. So mm-hmm. Eventually, they're on the same team. Uh, one thing I do want to ask you about: this is one I don't understand. Is Steven Seagal? I agree. Yeah, and like, I, I, there's a few movies that I've watched of his that are okay, but there's one where the premise is. The bad guy puts him into a coma for like five years, and then he just gets up and keeps going. And you can't do that. That's not a thing you can do. That's just famously not how comas work. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you, yeah, I think I have seen him a few times, and I remember being very underwhelmed. He's not very proficient at martial arts, from no. my eye. And uh, for whatever reason... He, he just seems like a normal-ass middle-aged man. Yeah. And he always plays a half-white... Half something else. Uh, you know, sometimes it's Cherokee. Sometimes it's Asian. Oh, sometimes this is it's such like a cigar. It's just, oh my God. And you can only tell because he's got a small little ponytail. Mm-hmm. And for years, I thought he was married to Katie Seagull. What? Yeah, I really, I just assumed. I just, I just assumed. How dare you think that about <laughs> her? <laughs> she never. I just thought, like, I don't know. The whole Duvall situation all over again. What? Robert Duvall and Shelley Duvall? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they just have the same last name, Jen. I Yeah, but people have last names. You have the same last name as some people from my town. I know. That blew me away. But they are farmers and you are not. Mm. Do you count Patrick Swayze on this list? Uh, No, not really. No? What's your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Mine? Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe this uh, is a great <laughs> film where Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes play drag queens and oh, Tu yeah. Wong Fu. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's a, that's an ex, it's a good, it's a great movie. Great it's, film. But I'm it, just joking. I actually, I'm not familiar with a ton of his work. But like, it's very strange. I know his because ghost. Yeah. And then he's got like Dirty Dancing and all these movies. And then he's in like Roadhouse. That's the, yeah. The right. Name. That is the trip. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's the 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 Swayze. He writes some genres. That guy. <laughs> that's the Swayze trip. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight a bunch of guys in a bar and change a tire, and then I'm gonna you know Seduce perfectly Demi Moore. perfectly lift this woman above my head. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, Patrick. I want to see. I want to know if he did that. He did it. Or if there if we cut away and there was just four people in green screen. No, I'm pr- morph suits. I'm pretty sure he. Yeah, no, he did. That's it. amazing. Yeah, he. Uh, I watched. Uh, was it like a bonus feature or something of Dirty Dancing? I don't know why, but uh, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze never dropped a girl. Never dropped a girl. Yeah. I, I. I bet you he ne- like never, not even one time. I can't say that because yeah. I actually <laughs> was in a performance of Chicago where I dropped a girl many times <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. Though no. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to flip her, and I always just, like, flopped her. Oh, no. It's tough. You should have swayze that, man. I know. I should have just lifted her right over my head so she had farther (laughs) to fall. Well, you guys, it's time to listen to a word from our sponsors. We're going to retire to the smoking room, old chap, and rub our elbow pads together. (laughs) We'll be back with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Sean, is there actually a smoking room? Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham and Jeremy Legui. We're going to chat more manly movies in a minute, but first we'll play a game lovingly called The Game. Woo! For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, The Game is where I spend literally all week digging through the names of movies that Sean has not seen. Yes. Which, as we've found out this episode, is a lot. This week, it took almost no time at all. Yes. (laughs) Especially because he's the only one here. Usually when there's two, it's a bit more difficult. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't say where the game is. For those who don't know, for those who don't know, <laughs> who don't know, the game is where I find a title that the, that Sean has not heard, or you know, typically Sean and Sonia, but it doesn't matter. No. Uh, I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a good chuckle. <laughs> this week's title is, of course, the Delta Force. The Delta Force. The Delta Force. Okay, well... What's, what's the Delta Force about? Sean? I believe that the Delta Force is... Who, let's, if I may. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's in the Delta Force? Oh, uh-huh. Well, it's probably the old standbys. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's a Mel Gibson. <laughs> it's Harrison Ford. <laughs> um, it's um, Liam Neeson and Pierce Brosnan. Four of them. And uh, so these dudes, mm-hmm. they are a group of... Um, bad boys who are doing they're a geological survey bad boys and they wreak havoc on people that are destroying the environment uh, strip miners, things like that <laughs> that are destroying the deltas in the, <laughs> the area they live okay yeah and so the, yeah this the movie is them chasing down people destroying destroying their dunes <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that similar to what it is <laughs> Um, n- kind of. Oh, all right. If so I get up halfway from this, I'll be n- very happy. You do not. You do not get halfway. From this. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, this nineteen eighty six American action film starring Chuck Norris and Lee Marvin in his final film appearance. Poor Lee Marvin. Um, I don't know who he is. It's <laughs> you've seen Lee Marvin. Um, it's actually surprising because I watched the trailer for Delta Force. There's Lee Marvin Sean. That's uh, poor, poor rendering. Yeah, that's a terrible photo. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, hmm. okay. Um, it's kind of surprising how it's sort of Trump-esque 
because the entire plot is about a plane hijacking that the Delta Force is brought out of retirement to save the people from the plane on. Mm. Uh, and it's it's tied to a lot of different sort of things, you know, that happened in America in the 80s. But uh, Chuck Norris does a whole lot of awesome in this movie. And he rides a bike and jumps on a moving plane that's taking off on a runway. Wait, he rides a bike? A bike and, uh, catches up to the plane? Yeah. And the only way he can catch up is by doing subsequent wheelies on... <laughs> I'm sure he was forced to do subsequent it, wheelies. It is grueling. <laughs> <laughs> what a dweeb. Um, no, Del- the Delta Force is great. Uh, obviously, they, they win. Uh, but oh yeah, you know so much drama. He crushes the oh guy's windpipe under his bike. Yeah, you got these people on the plane. The you know the tension is just it just shoots right up and then does not stop. At one point, they exchange uh, prisoners for other terrorists, but the Delta Force doesn't know. Oh. Oh, snap. Chuck Norris rides a skateboard quickly through the <laughs> hostages and saves them all. It's true. Uh, I think there are three Delta Force movies, possibly just the two. But uh, check well, them out. The fourth one should be called the Delta Fourth. How do, How are you so good at this title? I like sequel names. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um, anyway, the well, game is lovingly brought to you by the best theater in town. That's, of course, the RPL Film Theater. The best. Oh, man. We like to go there and watch stuff and talk while we watch stuff. Well, I don't always do that because people get mad. But That's true. Yeah, when someone t- hands me a mic, then I do talk. They typically get mad. Yeah. Uh, Sean, another thing's going on right now. And- <sighs> what? Now? <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> well, prepare to be whelmed some more. <laughs> CJTR's Look and Listen Lottery is on now. This important station fundraiser gives you, the listener, the opportunity to buy tickets to win a grand prize trip of your choosing to one of four great destinations. Sean, list them off. Orlando, Anaheim, Toronto, and there's a fourth. Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls. <laughs> Flight, four-day accommodations, activities, and $500 spending cash are included. Second prize is a $1,000 travel voucher. Third prize is Regina Folk Festival Experience Package, which includes two weekend passes to the Regina Folk Festival this August. Now, that's a deal. Uh-huh. Lottery tickets are only 20 bones. There's only 1,200 available. Sean. That quarter ticket that we saw from last week, I didn't, down even, to. I didn't even see it today. That's because there's only an eighth. Oh, my God. An eighth <laughs> of a ticket? There's only a speck of, Just of a, dust left from this. It's floating around like a like the feather in Forrest Gump. It's in the air, so the call city. now because you got to get that last bit of a ticket. The draw date will occur on air at 8.45 a.m. on Friday, May 3rd. Tickets can be purchased online at www.cjdr.ca slash donate at CJTR's offices at 11028 Avenue or by calling the radio station at 306-525-7274 during regular business hours Monday through Friday. If you call now, I do not know if we will pick up the phone. We personally won't. No. I don't even know where the phone is here. I've seen it. (laughs) You have? I have seen it. Oh, man. Um... Thank you for that game, Jeremy. Anytime. Um, Anytime. So we're going to hop back into some manly movies. Yep. Here's one that I watched this week that I have not seen before mm-hmm. um, called Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. You might what did you, you might have heard. It is an extremely manly movie mm-hmm. um, in that there is literally no women in the entire film, <laughs> except for one that Mr. Orange shoots. <laughs> There's a waitress. There's a waitress. 
Oh yeah, there's a waitress. That's they have two. A t- That's two. They have a talk about tipping. <laughs> we don't hear. She doesn't pop by or anything, but she is in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I here. This movie was sick. Gross, gross, gross. Really? It was too far for you? I don't know why, but everyone was just rolling around in blood and gas. Yeah. And I was so sicked out. When an ear gets sawed off, Mm -hmm. and they just keep focusing on this gross, sort of like jelly mush of an ear. (laughs) It was all so sick. But you liked it? I actually didn't mind it. Okay. (laughs) Um, I didn't really know much more than um, there were suits, and there Mm -hmm. was a standoff. (laughs) <laughs> and there was, that was like that's all you got as far as I knew, um, but it is it's wild, mm-hmm. and honestly, it could just be a weird sick play because it's basically in the warehouse the whole time. True, um, it could be a play. I actually appreciated how. So yeah, it opens where they this gang of robbers mm-hmm. off to rob a diamond store. They're all named um, different colors, so they don't know each other's names, like Mister Pink, Mister Orange, Mister White. And so they go off, they leave, and then there's the credits sequence. And then immediately after, they're in the getaway car, and it went terribly wrong. And they're on the way to the meetup, the rendezvous point. Mm-hmm. And I kind of appreciated that we didn't see any of the bank, because you just heard them sort of ex- talking about what happened at the bank, but everyone's story is a little different. I thought it was interesting, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. Yeah, you didn't need to see what happened at the bank. We all know what happened at the bank. We've seen that movie. Well, we before. don't really know what happened at the bank. I mean, we've got a pretty good idea what happened at the bank. Um, also, just as an aside note, Quentin Tarantino is one of the misters at this opening scene, and he has a weirdly high voice. Mm-hmm. He does. I did not know this about Mr. Tarantino. Oh, yeah. He's a weird guy. He's a strange man. He's in defeat. He's in defeat. Yeah, it's a, it's a widely known fact. Oh yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's a it's a strange. Uh, well, it's, a str- I, it's 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 a little weird. I also remember when I was researching for Inglorious Beastars, mm-hmm. he personally strangled Diane Kruger instead of the <laughs> actor that was supposed to be doing it, so his so it could be done as right as he liked, and that kind of weirded me out. Super weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So, uh, Mister. Mr. Pink, mm-hmm. who's played by Steve Buscemi, did he is seeing him as a young man is very trippy. As <laughs> a <well>. young man, <laughs> he is like young. He's like, yeah, he's like probably I don't know, thirty. How old is he? I have no idea. But he's got young skin, but a gr- <laughs> strange Steve Buscemi face still. And yeah, it was, it's always been a strange. It weirded me Buscemi. out. Did I it? didn't know how to take it. <laughs> he also says. Where's the commode? I gotta take a squirt. Yeah, that's a thing people said back then. It's gross. Everything's so gross in it. Um, also, this film is pretty rank racist, which is kind of a yeah. theme that continues with the next film I watched as well. What, what else did you watch? Well, um, I also watched Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so both, both are not great um, in terms of race dynamics yes um although uh in 2012 um there was a live like dramatic reading of um like film scripts for something and reservoir dogs was done with an all-black cast oh interesting and i think that would be that would change things with Lawrence fishburne as mr white and terrence howard and cuba gooding jr as mr orange hmm. and i'd be interested in that yeah is that who read it yeah that's who oh read cool it. yeah cool that's interesting Hmm. Um, uh, so, what did you think of Goodfellas? 
Goodfellas, uh, full disclosure, I'm only halfway through because it's like <laughs> a two and a half hour film. <laughs> but, um, so far so good. But so far so good. It seems like Martin Scorsese is pretty good at uh, putting a film together. I feel like Ray Liotta is very confrontational. And that fake laugh is that really laugh hard. is wild when he's yeah. like ah, he's like, like scream laughing. But that's like his fake laugh. He does that in all the mo- he does in every movie he laughs in. Maybe that's just Ray Liotta's laugh. I don't know. He just like he squishes his face up in this like horrible, like a uh, yeah like a a scream mask. <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's true. It's very and true. it turns a very handsome Ray Liotta into a terrifying face. <laughs> you think he's a very handsome Ray Liotta? I would say yes, <laughs> <laughs> by my estimation. <laughs> um, yeah, the that's the one really amazing scene where. He is taking that new girlfriend to the Copacabana, mm. and it's the like long, the long. Take. It's like a big one take, mm-hmm. yeah. And they go through the basement and through all of the kitchen, this like very crowded kitchen, and then into the performance space where people set up a table really quick. And I'm mostly just like fascinated by long shots that require like a hundred actors. Mm-hmm. Like there was people, there was so many people involved in that scene. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, let's take it again. Like, reset everyone. <laughs> It'd be nuts. It's true. I always wondered if they just, like, went to a real... Like, it's a real location, right? Yeah. But I wonder how many of those people are just like, I work here every day. This is what it's like 100% of the time. Just I'll just work while you guys do whatever you want to do. Maybe, because the, there was so many kitchen staff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just like when they get into the actual hall, there's just like 100 people just sitting there watching like a show go on. Yeah. It's wild. It's uh, but I guess it's, it's a Copacabana. Maybe you get a free drink and you're an extra, and then <laughs> that was your day. Yeah. Um, also, Joe Pesci. I have, I feel like I was familiar with Joe Pesci as a wet bandit, mm-hmm. and so I do not take a scary Joe Pesci very seriously. Really, even <laughs> though he's rank disgusting and <laughs> very stabby, and very aggressive, super aggressive. He's very yeah. violent. He's a loose cannon. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, yeah, because he is supposed, he is the kid, like, when they were kids at the start. He's right. the other kid. Yeah. And but, Robert De Niro just plays himself at every age. Right. I was going to say, yeah. how come Joe Pesci aged, like, horribly, <laughs> and Ray Liotta aged not too bad? Mm-hmm. Even just, though Ray Liotta's supposed to be, like, 21. Just, uh, who you get to, uh, you know, who you find to play that role. I guess. Right? No, Totally. Um, I feel like we, uh, well, well, we're, we're lo- lowish on time. I feel okay. like we, we cannot not talk about a little movie called Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, yes. Have you seen this movie, Sean? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I hope you have fond feelings for this, uh. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. when, um, when What's Her Face gets quite jacked, right? <laughs> uh,. Like Sarah Connor? Sarah Connor. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is when she's in fighting mode. Yeah, because she... Uh, um, but I think this... You, Die Hard can fight with this one for number one film. This one might be number two. I don't know. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so much great action. This is, like They perfected the large-scale action in totally. Terminator 2. And... Uh, you know, most of the effects were practical, but you did have that, you know, CGI metal man. Yeah. Which also, well, also was amazing. Yeah. But, uh. That Alex Mack moment. 
Is that what you thought of when you watched that? <laughs> kind of. Oh, my God. No, you got, you know, uh, Robert Patrick playing the T-1000, mm-hmm. and he is terrifying, and he just looks like he could run at you mean forever. Oh, yeah. And, he's going uh, stop him. Oh, my God. It, it is so scary, and he's always coming after you, and it's never it's never going to end. The only way you can get him is, uh, you know, to melt him in the big thing of metal or whatever. And even then, he'll just crawl back together. God, it's terrifying. Yeah, no, that's great. I love this. Uh, oh, my God. I just, I looked up the cast and Edward Furlong, who played John Connor, they got like a current photo here and it's not good. Oh, please, Google, don't put current photo. <laughs> put put the photo back. Let me. us remember him as he was. Oh, God. Yeah, no, Absolutely. We talked about some uh, manly movies there, Sean. That was some great manly talk. <laughs> I'm glad that we got to to bro down when the when the old lady's out of town. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so funny. Okay, well, what you watching this week? I've what? been watching some things. Yeah, well, we've been watching things. I have to bring my own rule for what you're watching, and I feel bad about it. Because you watched uh, a TV show, did I you? Did. Yeah, I think we might need to pivot the show. To get that stuff in there, but we'll talk about that later. That's a. I don't even think we need to pivot. I think we do. Anyway, I watched a little show that ninety percent of all people have watched called Game of Thrones. Oh yes, I've yes. heard of it. Uh, did you watch? Did you partake? I did partake. Uh, what did you think of GOT? It was. Is this? Is there a spoiler alert in effect right now? I feel like we don't have we don't have to go like so hard with okay. the spoilers because it is. You know, it's only been out for several days. <laughs> But soft spoiler alert. In it's a soft spoiler alert. But basically, it's great to see everyone. They're all the gang's back together. They're all mm-hmm. gathering in one spot. Man, did they get that gang back together? I love. It's just like a yeah. It's like the last walls, but with Game of Thrones characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really did seem like they were like okay. They just kept here's where everybody like, is and at. It's Ferris <laughs> and it's him. <laughs> like a parade of people. And there was a lot more exposition of like oh. It's good that you've hired me to fight for you since I came from this place and three more details that seem unnecessary. Yeah, this, that's a little bit what this episode was, was like catching everybody up, mm-hmm. seeing where, getting the lay of the land. Here's where all the players just, are at. Yeah, just being like, oh yeah, there's White Walkers, mm-hmm. you gotta figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, um, I love, um, I love just like, the meme fallout of when there's a new episode <laughs> of Game of Thrones. It makes me feel just very in real time with everybody else. Well, there is a character. His name is Bran. Yes. And for whatever reason, his acting is atrocious. Well, it's because they got him when he was like five years old. Maybe. And like, he got he hit just so hard with the puberty stick and now is like a full adult Does he just want to be a accountant? Like, is that what he wants? Because I, somebody posted a thing that was like a GoFundMe to raise a ramp for Bran. <laughs> I saw that <laughs> because too. the entire episode he just sits in the courtyard and they keep <laughs> flashing to him like in the night, in the day, and he just, just sits there. Like, does it just wheel him under help him. a roof of some kind? God, <laughs> maybe you know, maybe they really thought Hodor was the way that you got those people around, yeah. and the chair they just can't figure out. He's in a he's in a chair with wheels. Yes. Yes. But, Some uh, call it a wheelchair. Unfortunately, to get into the keep of Winterfell, you got to step up. Yeah. And he's also, <laughs> I love everyone. They'll just be having a private moment, and he'll just be like, pop up. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Brad. How did, you, how did you get here, Brad? <laughs> just like, I, I know a lot of stuff. 
<laughs> um, He's the, he is the three-eyed raven. Also, I don't know if you caught this, but we learned the off-screen fate of um, Ed Sheeran's character. When he, remember when he made that, like, appearance? In, how, how, when did we catch that? So remember when, was it Braun is... Um, is having a, a little adult night with these three ladies and they're just kind of sh- gabbing and they're like, remember this guy? And they're like, I heard he got his eyelids like cut off and now he can't even close his eyes. Do you not remember that? I do. Yes. Anyway, it was, it was, a uh, it was that character. Really? Yeah. Why do they do that? Because uh, it was when he was on, the fandom like hated it so much. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And so then they just gave him like a, f- they just answered back in a funny like, well, he got disgustingly maimed. Wow. Yeah. If I was Ed, I would be upset. Not that they killed him off, but that he couldn't be seen being killed off. Uh, you couldn't have brought him back, but no, still. No, I feel like, yeah, they were like, hey, we had our minute. He sang a swung. Oh, my God. Um, I had no idea. I'm excited for the next week. Um, so I've got another Watch It Watch It. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, I went to see us. <laughs> did you like it it was great yeah it was 10 so, out of 10 it was so fun and very intense were uh, you scared i was not very scared no. it was just like a nice summer horror movie oh um all the performances are great um there was like maybe the dad he um is doing like more comedy than everyone else and maybe like <laughs> maybe missed the memo on that but he was also very funny because it's like a full, like, terrifying situation. He's just like full jokester. Um, and it was like you got major The Shining vibes mm-hmm. from it. There's like there's like these twins. There's uh, like a, the car going up to the cottage, like winding along these roads. There's like a really insane shot of her just going down an escalator that is really that I love. Hmm. Um then fight choreography is beautiful, and it was just really great. Nice. I suggest y'all. I'd have to check it out. Because every, a lot of people are like, not as great as Get Out, but it's just different. It's hmm. a different film, and it's great. <laughs> Do you like Get Out more? Um, I actually like, I think I like this more. Oh, okay. I liked us better. Way to go against the flow, you salmon, you. Yeah, I'm a salmon. Yeah. What else did you watch this week? Uh, well, I'm going to break my own rule again uh, because uh, television. Yeah. Well, I, I got uh, we got the crave be- to watch the GOT. Oh yeah. Yeah. So now we crave crave. I'm so, also craving crave. Yeah. But uh, what is your crave membership <laughs> price? Uh, it's if an, you don't mind asking. It's, it's an amount that I steal from my brother-in-law. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, there it, it is. I um, listen. On Crave, there is a show called Broad City, which. One, Sonia has asked me several times to watch. So I have begun watching it. It's pretty good. There is a joke that destroyed me in the fourth or fifth episode. Uh, I will continue to watch it. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got to get through it to see what this big season five reveal is. But, uh, I got a ways to go, Sean. Mm -hmm. I got a ways to go. But they go down so easy. They're like 20 minutes long. I think they're longer than that. I think they're 30. Oh, really? Yeah. No, it's it's a slog. Oh, it's a slog. (laughs) That's good. They're shenanigans. Yeah, they are. Wife of the show, Ellen Week, cannot watch the show. She is too embarrassed for the the leads to watch it. (laughs) And uh, the inclusion of Hannibal Burris 
I, I hope he's on the whole show because he is. He's so funny. He's yeah, great. and and he is an excellent compliment to the the pair. So. Totally. Yeah, he's, he's just like yeah, a very, <laughs> very professional man. <laughs> just with these like wild people. <laughs> um, Jeremy, I discovered something in my notes that I forgot that I um, wrote down. We'll bring it up. Um, but when I when I was looking for about through manly movies mm-hmm. on IMDb, there is somebody made a list of. Manliest movies ever made, and then mm-hmm. they wrote like some reasoning behind them. <laughs> yeah, and so I wrote down a few of my favorites. Okay, First Blood listed lower than Predator because John Rambo cries, and Arnold does is does not cry in Predator. <laughs> Rambo three, one man takes on the whole Russian army. Man, he's tough. Rambo one, one man takes on the whole Burman army. Familiar, but still tough. <laughs> Braveheart, nearly every war movie is manly from any era. Robocop, manly cyborg. Gladiator. <laughs> Fighting to the death is manly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, that <laughs> that is also my addition to uh, to manly movies. <laughs> this is man, this person's presumably a man's IMDb's page. I would think so, but I think I looked at the same list and I saw the the reasons, but I didn't really clue in that that's what it was. But um, I believe it's a, I believe it's someone's own opinions. I would I would I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you got another what you're watching? Because I got one. Oh, go for it. Okay. Uh, as I've alluded to before, and I am joining the hype train now. Only nine more days you're until uh, until the hype train. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until we see the cinematic universe of Marvel come together. How have you been? You've been chipping away at these, hey? <sighs> you know, it it has been a lot of work. And wife of the show and I are really hammering through. I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know if we have enough time. Like you don't think your marriage will make it? No, I <laughs> I don't think we will finish all twenty one movies before we have to go see Endgame. I agree, but we have arranged a overnight sitter. Uh, so, you guys are doing all nighter. So we're gonna well no for the movies we're gonna go out beforehand and have some dinner. Oh, I see. I and see. then we're gonna go see the movie, which is three hours. I do not know if it has an intermission or not. I. They talked about putting one in. I kind of hope they did. I wonder. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they would do that. You just have like a. I don't know, it's three and a half hours, and there's a 30-minute intermission. I have no idea. 30 minutes. Well, okay, a 10-minute intermission? Five, ten, maybe five. Ten minutes. Okay. That's, uh, you know, That's way the bathroom. Anyway, but uh, everyone prepare, because theaters will completely jam up with everybody going to see this movie. I know, and kids are going to be off school. It's going to be nuts. Schmoz. Absolutely. <sighs> well, thank you for those words, Jeremy. I would like to thank Saskatoon Zagaris for letting us use their song Manituna for our theme song and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. Thank you, Jeremy, for spending some manly time with me today. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, as available as available as a podcast on CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow. And have a good night, guys. See you next week. Bye.